Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Libraries Podcast Checkout MPL. This is Ashley Conkle. Ashley Colstead. And Marika. You don't need a last name, do you? No. Um, So we three are here again to talk about romance books. Um, We had a great time at our last episode talking about romance books. We thought we'd kind of do a quarterly roundup of what we've read and then talk about different tropes because there's tons of tropes in the romance world. So today's trope is going to be enemies to lovers. Mm -hmm. But first, we're going to talk about some books that we've read in the last few months. So I'll hand it off to Ashley first. Okay. So... Some of the books that I've read in the last couple of months, well, I've started the A Court of Thorn and Roses series, so I kind of picked up after book one, after reading it quite a while ago, because I wasn't very impressed with book one, um, but I'm very glad I read yes, book two. Yes, you gotta stick with it. Um, because book two just had, I was telling people it had me in a chokehold. I couldn't stop listening to it. It was very well done. I couldn't get enough of Reese. And Feyre, it just was almost a perfect it's, book, I feel like. It's a book. It's a ruiner. Like, I read it, that book two, three years ago. Still think about it. It's amazing. So then I continued with the series and was sort of let down by the, the, the third one. Yes. A Court of Wings and Ruin. And Ruin. So I gave five stars to the second one, A Court of Mist and Fury, which is the second one. Um, I think I gave three stars to the first one, so I wasn't like two or three stars, so I wasn't really feeling it. So I'm surprised that I I picked wow. it up, but also happy. Um, I also read the Love Light Farms trilogy, and I think I saw that uh, from Book Talk, yeah. um, and it has some of those covers that we were talking yes. about that are like Cartoon-ish. more cartoony, but so like pretty. yeah, they're really pretty, but they're like more elevated cartoony. I feel like more like sophisticated. Um, but essentially it's about a group of friends who own a Christmas tree farm and each book is about a different one of these friends and how they find love. Um, <clears throat> and then the other one I read around Christmas time was A Merry Little Meet Cute by Julie Murphy. And I'm sorry, I didn't read down, write down the other author, but she wrote Dumplin'. Yep. And um, I really enjoyed that one too. It was about a porn star trying to break into like a Hallmark type movie situation and then a bad boy like hmm boy band character trying to um bring back his like a good reputation and so that just together was a lot of fun what did you rate that one i rated that one four stars interesting is that one dual pov it is i'll have to check that one out yeah okay marika what have you read um so i didn't read all of the love light farm books but um i did read the first one and absolutely loved it it's probably my favorite friends to lovers book which is not a genre i enjoy um and then one to watch by kate stamen um this one is about a plus size character And it's also like a bachelor style, but Mm. she is the bachelorette of the show. And it's the first time a plus size woman has been in this role. Um, It was really, really good. And then um, Who's That Girl by Mahari McFarlane. I don't think that her books are like a trope. They're just real and very British and kind of dry and muddy. But she's really amazing writer. I like all of her books. So, yeah, those are the books that I have been reading. Romance books. Romance I've been books. Reading. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> the romance books I read in the last... So I started off the year very strong, and now I'm struggling again. But um, I recently read Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score. Um, mm. I really love Lucy Score for all of her romance books. This is the second in a series. It's after Things We Never Got Over. And I definitely recommend reading the first one first because it's kind of a continuation of the story um, with the same characters. And the summary for the Things We Hide from the Light actually kind of gives some spoilers to the first one. Mm. So I won't really give the summary. But five stars. Um, there's a brooding, suffering, overprotective main male character that I really like. And then a quirky female with a secret, of course. <laughs> um, there is Small Town Romance, which I really, really like. And then Neighbors to Lovers. And oh. there's also a dog. A dog. So there's a really cute dog that the main character kind of reluctantly adopts, but comes to love. Mm. Um, like a cat, but a dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also read A Long Time Coming by Megan Quinn. So Megan Quinn is really big on BookTok and TikTok. Um, her books are it's a third in a series. You don't necessarily need to read it in order. Um, this is about, this is friend, like best friends to lovers. Of course, he doesn't realize that he loves her until, um, she's bound to get married. Oh. So, um, her books are very spicy. And then I really, really love Georgie All Along. Um, I, oh gosh, I don't even have the author on here. I'm horrible. Um, I think Ashley's going to Google it for me really quick. Um, I gave it five stars. It's another tortured, brooding male with a quirky female, kind of the grumpy sunshine trope. Um, it's George- Kate Claiborne. Yes. So it's very, very good. Marika, you started listening to it yet? No, I'm no. waiting You're for waiting it for audio. it, yeah. Mm. Um, so Georgie's back in her hometown, so a small town romance, trying to figure out who she is and what she wants out of life. And then Levy is dealing with some mistakes out of, from his past. And it's dual POV, and there is another dog. Um, this one's a farting dog. Oh. So that's I love it. Yeah. So a normal dog. Right, yeah. <laughs> I love it when there's, like, a really sa- a side character that's a dog and that has, like, great personality. I think every romance should have that. Or a cat. And then I early in the year, I read Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Um, I gave it four stars. It goes back and forth between when they were teenagers and present day. I'm not a big fan of junk being back and forth. And there is kind of a conflict that I'm disappointed in how it happened I'm going to give spoilers there's cheating involved Oh, I didn't really like how they handled that I don't know but small town romance friends to lovers to enemies to lovers and second chance love and it was only single POV so it's probably why I knocked it down to four mm-hmm. but those are the romance books that I read I'm going to add one to mine because I just finished it and I've just totally forgot to write it down, but it's called Accidentally Amy Mm -hmm. by Lynn Painter. And um, I really liked her, um, the banter between the two characters, but it's basically mistaken identities um, accidentally running into each other with like a coffee mishap. Mm -hmm. And then later in the day, they find out that one of them's the boss of the other. Yep. And um, the one of them has to fess up that, you know, they introduce themselves incorrectly and, you know, kind of have to salvage that. Um, but what I was missing from that book was, like, there weren't really outside characters. So it felt like they were living in a bubble oh. of, like, <clears throat> just the two of them all of a sudden spending all, all sorts of time together with, yeah. like, no interference. Yeah. So that kind of bothered me because it didn't feel like real life. Real life. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, boss 
um, trope is very popular too, like mistaken identity. Do you realize like one of the main characters is a boss, right? Or like they meet before there's like <clears throat> become employee yeah. coworkers, whatever. Yeah. That's very popular. But it's too. dual dual POV too, which is nice. Yes, mm-hmm. gotta have that dual POV. Okay, so let's talk about um, enemies to lovers. So we'll do another quarterly roundup in a few months, and we'll talk about another trope. But we thought we'd talk about enemies to lovers today. Did any of us read enemies to lovers? These past month, I don't think so. No, um, no. I was them. just <laughs> saying that I really like it, but I I don't necessarily seek it out. It's no. just like if it is, then I'm like, ooh, cool, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I so don't really like it. you don't really like it. No, no. Well, it usually ends up being one of them was never really an enemy. Right. This um, is like, like miscommunication, yeah. unnecessary yeah, miscommunication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But usually mm. with enemies to lovers there's a long history of conflict mm-hmm. or conflicting mm-hmm. personalities miscommunication which is usually the case um or unresolved feelings right is a big one mm-hmm. um i think when we hear enemies we think of like violence and that's not necessarily what we're seeing unless you're reading like those really dark romances <laughs> that with some questionable <laughs> um consent and stuff like that that is a big genre is really dark romances yeah i haven't really dived into it but i know it's super popular i haven't either no i have yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i start reading it like i can't handle this it's just too much but like some people really like it yeah i maybe have read one and we'll get to it i'm sure yeah but that's it's probably like skirts the line yeah there's that a lot of triggering subjects and no mine are well over the line yeah (laughs) (laughs) um Characters are usually forced to work together to achieve a common goal, and that's kind of when the whole conflict, the whole story is about. Um, close proximity is a big thing right. that usually results mm-hmm. in sexual tensions and feelings. Yeah. I think that's the part that appeals to me is I like that tension. Oh, I love that tension. <laughs> and great. then, like, when, like, the, I don't know, like, frustration or dislike starts to turn over to, like, like and everything, mm-hmm. and they start realizing that. Well, strong emotions are strong emotions. Yeah. And they yeah. need a way out. Yeah. So you either hit someone or other things. Other things. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys yeah. come across any other kind of like what makes an enemies to lovers book an enemies to lovers? No, that pretty much covered at least the ones that I had written down that mm-hmm. I've read in the past. Yeah. Well, I think because my favorite enemies to lovers, I think, is more there's like... um a misrepresentation of someone's person Mm. and so because boyfriend material is probably my favorite friends to lovers um book and husband material is Mm -hmm. also good um and that i feel like they didn't really hate each other but they both thought things of each other that were not true right right so and clouded their vision which made (laughs) them maybe dislike the other person Yeah. yeah right so like miscommunication right again yeah yeah um yeah i guess that is just miscommunication yeah so i have some examples of i looked at my goodreads to see what some enemies of lovers that i've enjoyed in the past so the hating game by sally thorne was made Mm -hmm. into a movie that's a big enemies to lover office romance Mm -hmm. um the spanish love deception that really wasn't truly enemies to lovers she didn't like him but he loved her through the whole time <laughs> i remember reading one time like oh he loves her um so she was more she was feeling the negative feelings towards him from the beginning but that was kind of the hating game too mm-hmm. yeah that's true yeah so you don't really he learn. liked her he did. 
He did. Yeah. So usually sometimes it might be just like one sided then. Yeah. Enemies to lovers. That's true. Um, from Luca with Love by Mariana Zapata. Mm-hmm. I could do a whole podcast about her. You started reading her too. I did. I've I've still only read one, but yeah. I'm definitely gonna read more. That one's that one I think is the same thing. It's one sided because he yeah. has loved her. So I guess books are just saying men need to be more upfront with their yes. feelings. Yes. Yeah. They're like happy feelings. More vulnerable. Not yeah. angry feelings. Yeah. Happy feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Let's embrace that. Yeah. Um, red, white, white and royal blue, which is becoming a movie. And mm-hmm. I see somebody oh, commented on Facebook yeah, yesterday with your it. post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they both obviously one's the president's kid. Right. And then one is royal family. Yes. So kind of initially starts off as enemies or whatever right um but i really like that book a lot beach read by emily henry i think again it's one-sided and then mm-hmm. um i put pride and prejudice mm-hmm. yeah. kind of enemies of lovers she yeah. hates him he doesn't know how to deal with her at the beginning but then his yeah. feelings change quicker but he's definitely frustrated with her very frustrated with her so and that counts his feelings change faster than hers mm-hmm. and it takes a while for her to realize that he really isn't the enemy yeah so what ones have you read um so some that i was thinking of when you said like close proximity mm-hmm. um well the unhoneymooners by christina lauren is sort of like um the best man and the is it that or anyway two people from a wedding party end up going on somebody's honeymoon who ended up not getting married Mm -hmm. and they have to pretend Mm -hmm. like they're married because it's the honeymoon and they can't stand each other but all sorts of shenanigans happen because of that which is a lot of fun um another one is called one night on the island by josie silver so i've been reading a lot of her books so i don't know if it's necessary she writes exclusively romance but two people book the same like basically like an airbnb on this secluded island and are both frustrated that the other person's there and then they end up both having to stay there yeah is it a one bed trope too it is i mean but they they have to figure it out with between a couch and a bed you know and so eventually feelings grow and things happen um let's see oh and the other one is shipped by angie hockman where there are two people who who are like social media people working for this cruise ship company and they are sent on the same cruise ship to um take pictures and like create social media for this company and um they're competing for the same job so in that respect they don't like each other because they're both like competing against one another that's very common too like a competition for a job or a recognition or something right um so those are fun um, I did read like a retelling of Romeo and Juliet, which is like your classic, you know, it is yeah. your mm-hmm. forbi- forbidden love, I guess, yeah. more so. But but yeah, they're supposed to be enemies, but then they end up liking each other. That one was called Ramon and Julieta by Alana Albertson. The one that I think skirts the line um, is probably Beautiful Bastard by Christina Lauren. It's one of their more. Because it's two authors writing as one, Christine oh, Lauren. I did not know that. It's two friends. Oh, that's fun. So that's their name. Their two names put together, and uh, it's basically an office romance where there's a secretary and a boss, and the boss kind of takes advantage of the secretary. Say, isn't that sketchy? Without like... consent, but also <laughs> she wants it. Yeah. I don't know. So, but then it kind of escalates from there. 
interesting. Yeah. Marika? Um, so enemies to lovers is not That's my right. um, favorite trope. So honestly, the only book I wrote down was boyfriend material because mm-hmm. that to me is the what every book now has to live up um, to live up to because I just loved those characters and I loved the story and usually they annoy me I overthink when I read I wish that I could just like sit and enjoy books but I overthink way too much so yeah boyfriend material that's the end all be all have you read um red white and royal blue if you enjoy boyfriend material that much, I think you would. I don't know. I think I had it on my holds, yeah. but I don't think that I did read it. So I'm going to have to, sure. especially if it's going to be a movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I that's not. And I have read some of the books that you guys have said, and I didn't enjoy them. Enjoy them. Like The Hating Game, um, I wanted to. I know you said you hated that one. Just hit them both <laughs> i just did not like it at all i only saw the movie yeah and then after that i the was like movie's okay I even worse so <laughs> somehow yeah like, <laughs> yeah i really really yeah. enjoyed the book and the movie was okay yeah i think so i don't like slow books like i don't mind the tension and all that stuff but i don't want to be tense the whole book like there needs to be something and the boyfriend material is also like fake dating so which is also not another trope that i like not a big fan but they did it really good like i feel like they were it was the most believable that they could actually then have a relationship after fake dating and that people would believe it um yeah sometimes after my last book i'm like do i like romance books (laughs) but i do i do (laughs) i always (laughs) try to like i should step away and try something else but then like I start reading something, and then I go to my Kindle and download a romance book. <laughs> I just can't step away. I'm trying. I just can't do it. I do, but then I always come back. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm listening to one and also reading one. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I got a sports romance on my phone because that's what I wanted. I'm reading a horror book right now, nice. listening to a horror book. <laughs> oh. So nice. I like to vacillate between the two. I like yeah. love and not love. Right. Yeah. So Good balance. But horror is lots of love, too, honestly. Because that's probably the scariest thing about horror is falling in love with people you don't know who they really are. <laughs> oh, true. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are all of our Enemies to Lovers books that we've read recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear pe- what people have read that they really enjoyed for Enemies to Lovers. So if this is on Facebook, post in the comments or share with us. Um, we'll come back in a few months. Do we have a trope in mind that we want to talk about? Um, no, but let's throw one out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about Marika, a trope that you... Oh, on the spot. On the spot. <laughs> um, Since you love them all so much. Don't you dare say pregnancy. Oh, <laughs> no. There would... I don't... I we'll know never that talk I about that one. Sorry, guys. Material, but that was the only time that I was okay with even marriage being in a book. To me, that just ruins it. Yeah. Um, I can... I literally can't think of a trope. Let's fake dating. There's fake dating. Oh, yeah. Should we do fake dating? I haven't read a lot. I try to avoid it, but we can always talk about it. Yeah. I feel like I've read a f- an okay amount. Yeah. I've read, I feel like fake dating is huge. Yeah. That's like a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We'll do fake dating in a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Let's, we'll talk about that. Okay. 
Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our romance roundup. And we will be back in a few months, but hopefully between now and then there'll be other Check Out MPL podcast episodes. Um, take a look at our past episodes. We've been doing Check Out MPL for four years now. So there's lots of episodes out there. Um, we hope everybody is reading really good books and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>